Hello and welcome to the Inspiring Life School podcast. This is your host, Francis Vitakovic, and on this podcast, I'll be sharing with you the most valuable strategies to live your one wildly beautiful and most precious life because this is it, my friend. In case you haven't guessed when it comes to life, there's no rewind or pause button that exists. They say that the way that you spend your days is the way that you spend your life. So my one and only goal here is to help you stop wasting your time, stop holding yourself back in life, stop experiencing non-stop negative mind chatter, stop just dreaming without doing and start living life fearlessly instead with more purpose, focus and intention. I sincerely want you to live life in a way that when you come to the end of it, you know deep down in your heart that you 100% gave it your all, flaws and all. This podcast is not about doing life perfectly. Instead, it is about experiencing and living life with more clarity and courage and truly appreciating this precious adventure that we are so blessed to be on. So if you're with me here today, it's time to stop spinning in circles, get off the hamster wheel for good, put your hands back on the steering wheel of your life and finally start living life in a way that you won't later regret. With that being said, let's dive on in. Hello, my friends, and welcome to the Inspiring Life School podcast. Today, I have a super special offer. I'm going to be sharing with you a replay of my workshop, which is called How to Want What You Have in Life and Have What You Want. At the end of this special episode, you're going to hear me reference a special offer that is only available if you actually go to the video page. So there's a video that goes along with this episode, and the video can be found at dreambigmyfriend.com forward slash workshop. So that video is just basically a replay of this podcast episode with the video to go with it and you will find the very special offer mentioned below that video. So my friends, feel free to sit down and relax and discover how to want what you already have in your life. And please know, like if you want to stay in touch with me and discover all the workshops that I always offer my email list, just go ahead to my website, Inspiring Mom Life and grab one of the free PDFs that I offer you there. This really is the simplest way to stay in touch with me and that's it for the little formalities. Now it's time to dive on in. Hello and welcome to this workshop, which is all about wanting what you have and having what you want. I'm so excited to have you here with me today. And I want to start by sharing with you this fabulous quote by Rabbi Hyman, who said, happiness is not having what you want. It's wanting what you have. And then Frederick Dodson took it one step further and he said, want what you have and then you can have what you want. Now, many of us actually spend probably zero time trying to achieve this specific goal, wanting what we have, because we're so busy focusing on all the things that we don't currently have, the things that are outside our reach, the things that we can't afford, the things that we feel as if they're unattainable and like only special unicorn people in the world can have it. But I want you to stick with me here because by the time you complete this workshop with me, you'll have all the skills you need to appreciate where you are right now, the good and the bad, as opposed to constantly looking outside yourself and wanting all the things that you currently don't have in your hands. So you're in the right spot if you're feeling a little bit dissatisfied in your life, if you feel as if something is missing. Maybe you feel as if you don't have enough or you aren't doing enough and deep down you know that all you need is a massive mindset shift or a kick up the butt, but you have no idea how to make this happen. But don't worry, my friend. That's what I'm here to help you do. Now, for those who aren't familiar with my work, my name is Francis Vitakovic, and I am the host of the Inspiring Life School podcast, the CEO of the website Inspiring Mom Life, and I'm a certified life coach and a course creator. And my expertise lies in helping you manage your mind, life, and time better so that you can go out there and live your one wildly beautiful and precious life without regret. And this all starts with how you are managing your mindset. So inside this workshop, I'll be offering you five strategies that are going to dramatically change your perception of life and help you shift from having a mindset where you want your life to 
to look radically different to one where you actually feel settled, settled into wanting what you already have. Yes, even the stuff that you deem to be totally crappy, because here's the thing, your life is what it is, and that's totally okay. If your life was supposed to look different, it would be different, but there's a very good reason why you're in the exact spot that you were in today. And I'm here to teach you the skills, the skills that you need to fall in love with your life exactly as it is, flaws and all. So let's start by diving into step one. So step one is realizing that the power to change your life lies in your own hands. So in order to have what you want, you need to begin by taking full ownership of your life and understanding that the power of responsibility lies within you. This is because it's really hard to love your life when you're constantly blaming other people for your problems, when you think that other people need to change in order to make you happy. And why is this the case? Well, it's because when you're constantly pointing your fingers at others, you feel powerless. And when you fail to see how your thoughts could be creating the results in your life and news alert, they are, you also feel powerless. Our true power lies in seizing the responsibility that we have for our own life and realizing, hello life, okay, I am here because all my thoughts and feelings and actions have brought me to this moment in time. And it honestly doesn't matter what your past looks like, it really doesn't. Instead, what your future life will look like depends on what you think and what you feel and what you do today, your perspective and your attitude. And it's only when you realize that you're actually in the driver's seat of your life that you get to decide where you want to go and that you realize that you're fully capable of navigating yourself to where you want to go. Now, I know that it's tempting to want to stay in the passenger seat. Like it's so much fun there, so laid back with someone else responsible for driving, for putting fuel into the car, for servicing and maintaining the vehicle and for having to focus on the road while they drive to wherever they want to go. The only problem that exists with this scenario that exists when you're a passenger is that you potentially don't want to go to the destination that someone else has planned for you. Maybe they're driving to this beautiful little farm in the middle of nowhere, but you've always dreamed about living by the beach. And the issue is you're never going to get to that beach if you don't acknowledge that you have this dream sitting on your heart. And if you don't actually get out of a car and either jump into the driver's seat yourself, or maybe just maybe you like you need to go and get your own car to continue your journey, a car that you're the boss of, that you're driving yourself because you know deep down that you're the master of your fate, the captain of your ship and your domain. Now, this advice that I'm offering you is much like the story of Dorothy in The Wizard of Oz. Okay, do you remember all the crap that Dorothy had to go through only to come to the end of a story or the end of a movie and discover that she always had that power to go home. The power had always been with her. All she had to do was click those heels three times and say, there's no place like home. And she would have been magically transported back to Kansas. Now, even though you probably don't own a pair of red glittery shoes like Dorothy did, the same power to change your life lies within you. You can just decide to create a different future for yourself by choosing to think different thoughts, feel different feelings, and take different actions in life, which brings me to step two. So step two is accepting that all the obstacles that you will experience in life are potential lessons. Now, one of the reasons why people struggle with this idea of wanting what they have is that they are 100% positive that they just don't like their current circumstances. They might not like their crappy job. They might not like the current relationship. They might not feel fulfilled in their daily life. They might not love their body. They might not love their habits or struggles or medical issues. I mean, the list could go on and on here because we're all experts at pointing out all the things that are wrong in our life, all the things that we could potentially improve and the list of things is usually super long okay we don't want to have or want to like the things that we already have in our possession because what we have feels so terrible so why would we try
try to kid ourselves otherwise. Okay, so this is where I want to offer you a massive attitude adjustment. And I share this with you as a mom of a child who has a degenerative neuromuscular condition that requires him to use a wheelchair, as someone who has experienced like last year, daily hospital visits when my father-in-law was ill before he eventually passed away. I'm the first to put up my hand and say I'm a totally normal human with my own fair share of obstacles and struggles. But the truth is our circumstances are simply circumstances and the thing that gives us the most angst about them are the thoughts we have about them. It's like that saying goes, like things are only a problem when we really consider them to be a problem. If you don't think it's a problem, it's not a problem. And what if nothing has gone wrong, my friend? What if this life that you're currently living, a life, a totally normal life full of challenges and obstacles, simply is what it is? That this is your life, been life, offering you constant obstacles because life is full of obstacles. What would it be like if you just accepted that this is just a normal part of being a human? And did you know that your circumstances could actually remain exactly the same as they currently are, and yet you could feel happier or calmer or stronger or wiser? Simply because everything changes when you change the way you think about it. Now, if you haven't heard me speak about this before, you're about to get a super quick rundown on the power of your thoughts. Did you know that your thoughts, those words that you were telling yourself on a daily basis inside your own head, have the power to influence your feelings and the way that you feel influences your actions and your actions, my friend, determine the results that you have in life. So if you're constantly thinking crappy thoughts, you're going to feel crappy and you're going to take crappy actions and ultimately you're going to probably have crappy results in your life. But when you take those same circumstances, so just the same circumstances and change the way that you think about them, when you think thoughts that make you feel hopeful or curious or open to growth or learning, then everything else that follows, your feelings, your actions, your results in life will be infused with that feeling of hope, curiosity, open-mindedness. And did you know that you can just choose to believe that your entire life is working for you rather than against you? Did you know that you can always just stop, like stop and ask yourself in any moment, at any point in the day, this question, what is this experience trying to teach me? What can I potentially learn from this struggle that I'm experiencing right now? And how can I show up differently in this moment? What can I embrace here? What do I have to embrace here? And what do I need to let go of? Now, you might be thinking right now, well, the alternative where you constantly fight against your reality or do whatever you can to avoid those obstacles is a better option. But I'm just going to give you a friendly heads up right now. That's never, ever going to work because new obstacles and struggles are going to find you wherever you go to hide. And I don't want you to fear obstacles or your struggles anymore. Okay, don't fear them. Okay, they are here to stay. And it's like that famous book by Ryan Holiday. It was a book called The Obstacle Is The Way. In this book, he says, the strength that you gain from facing the obstacles that prevent you from achieving your goals is the same strength required for you to achieve your goals. Okay, it's almost like a fun little paradox. So you can either allow these obstacles to stop you, or you can see them as an opportunity to grow more as a human, to gain you wisdom, to shift your perspective and become even stronger and more resilient in life. And there's a quote that I want to share with you right now from the book. And it goes like this. We decide what we will make of each and every situation. We decide whether we will break or whether we will resist. We decide whether we'll ascend or reject. No one can force us to give up or to believe something is untrue. And our perceptions are the thing that we're most in control of. So in order to want what you have and to have what you want, you need to stop fearing those obstacles. You need to stop getting annoyed by them. You need to stop wishing they will go away because they're never going to go away. They're just a normal part of being a human. And they're specifically here to teach you something that you need to learn, which brings me to the next step, which is this. Okay, so step number three, stop resisting and start allowing your life to be. 
Now, I have to say this concept of allowing things to be rather than resisting them is something that lots of people struggle with. The reason that they really struggle with this concept is because they truly believe that by resisting things, they have the power to stop them from happening. And oh my gosh, like my friend, I really wish it was that easy. Imagine if you could just tell yourself, well, I don't want this thing to happen right now. Okay, I want it to stop. And then you just have this little thought and the problem just magically disappears. Okay, like with a click of a finger. That would be a great superpower to have. But in case you haven't discovered yet, and I'm sure you have, that is not the way that life works. Life is what it is. And sometimes things happen that we aren't going to love. We're not going to like. People are going to act in ways that we don't particularly care for. Cars are going to break down. People are going to get sick. They're going to pass away. The economy is going to fluctuate. Flights are going to get canceled. The seasons are going to change. The list goes on and on. And so many of us are going to have a really strong opinion on life. Okay, we all do. We all walk around thinking that the world should happen in the book according to me. Okay, it should be this way. It shouldn't be happening this way. This is wrong. This is right. I wasn't ready for this to happen. I want to go back in time and change the way things happened. But no matter what you think about your life, life in general and how it should be, life is going to continue to do its own thing, no matter what your feelings are about it. And this really leaves you with one or two options, or maybe there are more than two options, but the main two are number one, you can resist those changes and circumstances or two, you can go with the flow and allow them to be. So I'm going to do my best to explain why accepting life for what it is, is such an important stepping stone to finally creating a life where you have what you want and want what you have. Now you may be ready to interject and say, well, okay, I want to fight my case. I don't want to accept these circumstances. Why in the world would I accept things that make me feel angry and sad and frustrated and stressed and overwhelmed? Isn't it a good thing that I am resisting it? Isn't it better that I fight it or at least try to shove those terrible feelings deep into a box and throw away the key. Well, on the surface, okay, that might sound like a really great idea, but there's just one issue with this plan of attack. You are fighting a losing battle. As a human, life isn't always going to go according to plan. Life isn't always fair, and you were born to experience both negative and positive emotions in life. Sure, you still get to decide how you show up and respond in every situation in your life. Like when I spoke about feeling frustrated and overwhelmed, those feelings are coming from the thoughts you were thinking about the situation. And you get to decide how you react to those circumstances, what you think about those circumstances. Welcome to life, my friend. This is part of what being a human looks like. And I'm sure you've all heard the serenity prayer and the famous line, God grant me the serenity to accept the things that I cannot change, the courage to change the things that I can, and the wisdom to know the difference. And this is our work to do. This is your work to do, accepting the things that cannot be changed, while also keeping in mind that life is going to be 50-50. 50% of the time you can experience positive emotions like joy and calm and hope and love. Okay, that's a fantastic part. But you're also a human who is 50% of the time can experience a less positive emotions like maybe frustration and you're going to feel tired or flat or angry or overwhelmed. This is true for everyone, okay? You're not a special unicorn because you're feeling negative. We all feel it. From the young to the old, no matter what your gender is, no matter what your relationship status, your race, your income level, and so on. For us to pretend that those negative feelings don't exist, for us to try to shove them away, would be like trying to pretend that the sky isn't blue or the water isn't wet. It doesn't make sense to do so. Okay, you're a human. Both positive and negative emotions is what you're going to experience throughout your life. But what you can do here, what we can all do here, is instead admit 
hey, sure, I'm feeling this way because I'm a human. I understand that my feelings come from my thoughts and I'm sometimes just going to be thinking negative thoughts. Nothing has gone wrong. And once you recognize these feelings inside yourself and you just allow them to be rather than resisting them, you're going to notice how quickly that feeling loses its power. Because here's what happens when you try to resist a negative emotion. You're probably just going to fail, but it's almost like trying to submerge a huge beach ball underwater. Have you ever tried to do this before? I have. And I promise you at some point, it's just going to explode out of the water. And what we will often do is layer another negative emotion on top of our initial negative feelings. So for example, you might be angry, but now you're upset about the fact that you're feeling angry. Or let's just say that you were feeling anxious and now you're feeling stressed about the fact that you are anxious and so on and so on and so on. But did you know that it is so much easier to just feel an emotion, acknowledge it and say, hello, like hello, anxiety, hello, fear, hello, worry, acknowledge it rather than pretending it doesn't exist. Because once you say, well, of course I'm feeling this way, I'm a human, only then can you move on to working out how to properly process that emotion in a healthy way, instead of spending all your time and all your energy trying to make it go away or pretending it doesn't exist. And if I thought that resisting your negative emotions and fighting them or avoiding or ignoring them was going to make you feel better, I would say, go for it. Keep doing it. But it simply doesn't work. And deep down, it's never going to truly make you feel better. The simplest strategy that I've found for minimizing the impact of negative emotions or making it slowly go away in time is to actually just accept that it is what it is. Let it be. Sit with it for a while and set it free. So what you have to do is acknowledge it and allow it to be. Now, remember, nothing has gone wrong because you're just a normal human experiencing negative emotions at this point in time. I feel like I can't say that enough. And I promise you, like, I feel like there's a good chance that so much of your struggle in life is actually internal rather than external. And you can immediately take a massive load off your shoulders today just by embracing your humanness. And as for all the other stuff that happens in life that we don't like, guess what? This not so fun stuff is sometimes going to happen whether we want it to or not. You can decide to accept this truth today rather than constantly resisting it. This is a true key to freedom, my friend. Having the wisdom to know that life is full of ups and downs and being okay with this in addition to also knowing that you still get to decide how you show up to the table. You still get to decide how you show up when life is hard, how you show up when you're facing a challenge. Your attitude in these moments is going to determine your future and more importantly, your experience of life. Which brings me to the next step, okay? Step number four, it's this. Decide that beauty and opportunities are everywhere. Yes, like literally everywhere. And I honestly believe that this step is the secret key for really, really wanting what you already have in your life. While all the other steps have created a solid foundation for you to stand upon, it's this particular step that's going to take you to the next level. So I personally used to always wonder why I saw beauty and opportunities everywhere and others didn't until I realized that it came down to the fact that I was looking for them when others weren't. Even when I was feeling scared or sad or frustrated, I would look out to the world and search for beauty and opportunities. And guess what happens when you go looking for them? You will find them. Our brains are pretty funny like that. If you were to set yourself an agenda today to find all the mistakes that your family are making, guess what? You're going to find them. You're suddenly going to notice how your husband made the bed, but maybe made it in a really bad way. Maybe the corners of the sheets aren't tucked in or the pillows are crooked. And then you might notice that the kids are now wasting their time playing video games rather than studying or doing their chores or something really productive. And let's just say that you continued on with this like attitude, like looking for all the things that are wrong in your life. What would you find? You might think of your parents and think, well, if they really cared about me, they'd offer to babysit more often. Then you'd move on to criticizing your house and think, my gosh, this is super messy. Look at the dust on 
the bookshelves. And hang on, last time I spoke to my sister, her tone was pretty rude, I think. I mean, this is what happens when your brain is tuned into looking for all the things that are wrong in the world. You will find all those things. You will. You will always find what you're looking for. So in order to find beauty and opportunities in this world, you absolutely need to flip the switch on the narrative and dialogue you have going on inside your own brain. And before you say, well, hang on, this is actually really easy for some people to do. It's really easy to be happy if I lived in a mansion. I could be happy too. Or if I earned X amount of dollars or if my partner and kids were nicer or if I didn't have these health issues. And really you can insert any excuse that you think keeps you or stops you from being happy. But I want to share with you first my own story and that of my parents, which perfectly illustrates the importance of your perspective. So let's start with me. Yes, like I do have a nice house now, more money than I did in the past, but my positive attitude wasn't created as a result of these new circumstances. I've always had it with me. I had it with me when my husband and I first bought our little apartment. I had it with me when I drove an older car. I had it with me when I worked in a job that I knew my heart wasn't aligned with. But I want to go back even further and speak about a time when I just finished studying psychology at university. I graduated and I went to live in this tiny little village on a European island for two years. Now, this was just when Croatia was recovering from the War of Independence, and many would think that it was probably impossible to be happy living in the conditions that I lived in. So I lived with my grandparents in this village of around 400 people, and our home was pretty old, to say the least. I slept in quarters that didn't even have an indoor toilet. I shouldn't actually call them quarters because it was just like a really tiny house. We didn't have a washing machine or a dishwasher, so everything had to be washed by hand. In fact, we had to go and get our drinking water from a well. Now, back then, I think we lived on or I lived on about $50 to $100 a week, which I'm pretty sure surpassed the amount of money that my grandparents were living on. But even still, I felt so rich. I felt so happy. Now, back then, I was only allowed to wash my hair once a week because it was an extravagant thing to do so more often. I think we had like soup and bread most days. I honestly can't even remember eating meat on any other day rather than on a Sunday when we'd have our roast, our roast chicken. Now, to say these words actually feels quite weird to me because it was never like I was going without. I was never hungry. I was never lacking anything because I was happy with what I had. I searched for and I found beauty everywhere in the nature that surrounded our home. Like we were living near the top of a mountain in the village center when everyone would gather every afternoon, every night in the stories that people shared with me about my parents, about my ancestors and all the history that flowed through those paths of that little village that made me genuinely happy. I felt grateful. I felt blessed. Even though if you were to look at my material possessions and where I was living, that little village home, you would say that, no, you really don't have that much. But I did because I chose to believe that I did. To me, what I had was enough. It was more than enough. And I didn't desire to have anything else. I was happy with what I had. And the story of my parents is pretty similar. So they grew up in this same village like decades before, and they lived in what would be considered by most to be poverty, like true poverty. And yet somehow they managed to maintain a happy disposition despite their living conditions. They lived in these tiny stone houses where my dad, I think he would say he slept on hay with his siblings. No one had their own bedroom back then. They just slept wherever. There was no beds. There was no electricity. There was no fridge. He actually said he didn't even own his first toothbrush until he was 12, which is amazing because he's got such great teeth. But for the first decade of his life, I think they used to use these little mint leaves, like rub it against their teeth. Now, both my parents owned no more than a few hand-me-down outfits. Their food was usually just homemade bread that they would cook once a week. By the end of a week, it would grow stale. They spread lard on top of it, but they were happy. They were grateful that they could still go out and pick fruit from the vine. They were grateful for the freedom that they had to play with their friends in their village. They were grateful just to be alive. 
And of course, because they're human, they would have still experienced negative emotions as part of their life. But for the most part, it was an attitude of gratitude. They looked for the good rather than bad in life. They were focused on what was working rather than what was not working. They were looking for solutions rather than staying focused on the problems. Now, you need to remember that you could put another person in the same situation and that person could and would have a completely different experience due to the thoughts that they are thinking. If they're thinking different thoughts, are going to have a different experience. They could choose to think, well, this sucks. Okay, I hate this fake bed. I hate this stale bread. I hate the fact that we're poor. I hate that we have nothing. I hate that other people are rich in the world. I hate that I have no new clothes to wear. I hate everything about my life. And what do you think they would feel as a result of thinking thoughts like this? Well, it's definitely not going to be happiness and joy and all the good things. They probably feel miserable and angry and bitter. And when someone feels this way, they take actions fueled by this emotion that leads to those results in life. Crappy thoughts are going to lead to crappy results. No surprise there. And the same is true for your own life. Now, I don't want you to tell me that there isn't beauty and opportunities surrounding you right now, because that is just a big fat lie. Even last year when my father-in-law was dying in hospital, okay, you'd be thinking, how in the world is there beauty in that situation? But I would enter his room and feel consumed by a feeling of love. Even though there was sadness, there was so much love that permeated that space that I found within me, that I found like when we were with our loved ones, the care of the doctors and nurses, like that was beautiful. The gift of medicine. And even when I've seen other negative situations happen in my life, let's just say if I've seen people argue horribly in relationships and marriages, there for me was always a learning opportunity. So I said, there's beauty and opportunity all around you. And in those moments, I always discovered exactly what I never wanted my relationships to look like. I want you to keep in mind that it's through betrayal that we learn the beauty of trust and loyalty. It's through pain and sickness that we learn to appreciate the feeling of good health. It's the long, hot summers that make us look forward to the cooler winters and the cooler winters that make us anticipate and appreciate the sunshine. It's just the yin and yang of life, the ups and downs, the highs and lows, being awake and then asleep, the new beginnings and the inevitable ends, heaviness or darkness followed by light, slowness and then rush, the serious moments followed by those filled with laughter, strength versus weakness, holding on versus letting go. Now I could go on and on and on with examples, but the one thing that I want you to take away from this workshop, okay, if you only take away one thing, just remember that life has it all. Okay, life is supposed to have it all the good and the bad, the ups and the downs, not just the bits that you like and that you want to keep. Which brings me back to the premise of this step, which is that beauty and opportunity surround you right now and every single day of your life. But only if you're willing to go looking for this beauty and opportunities. And I want you to ask yourself a question right now. How is this true? Look around you right now and do your best to find some evidence of this sentence right now. Do you have fresh air to breathe? Lucky you, okay, not everyone does. Look at your body. Can you see? Can you hear? Can you walk? Can you think clearly? If you answer yes to any of these questions or all of them, please count yourself lucky. So many of us forget that not everyone can answer yes to these questions. Like I mentioned, my son, he's in a wheelchair. He's no longer able to walk. So I promise you, like he would consider the fact that you can walk to be a gift, a special gift. Do you have a running water in your house? Lucky you. Did you know that right now in this world, approximately 785 million people don't have access to clean drinking water? Like your mind just like, boggles at these facts. And did you know that if you have an income of approximately 41,000 US dollars, you are in the top 3% of the richest people in the entire world, the entire world. 
and apparently 3 billion people in this world currently live on less than $2 a day two US dollars. But we forget that, right? We get so stuck inside our own heads looking at all the bad in our life, okay? Remember what happens when you go looking for something, you find it, rather than focusing and looking for the good. We forget to remember how blessed we are. We forget to see the beauty in a stranger's smile or in a song that stirs up old memories in us. We forget to see that we have the power to show up differently during difficult situations, that we can say no when we want to say no, that we can sing and dance and hum little tunes whenever we want to. Like when was the last time you did it? When was the last time you danced or sang? You can appreciate all this amazingness around you right now. The rawness of it, the truth of humans walking around this earth. And most of them are just like us. All of us just want to be seen, to be heard, to be loved, to be appreciated for the flaws and quirks that we have, the imperfections. This is what beauty looks like, my friend. It's sometimes messy, it's sometimes hard, and it's sometimes painful. But I swear, it is so beautiful. Like sometimes it brings tears to my eyes. I want you to learn to see the beauty and opportunities around you and to see within you, like that you have this strength to show up however you like in any moment, in any moment in time, you get to show up. And why not show up authentically, unapologetically in your life? Because when you do, that's what true beauty looks like. And you have the option, the opportunity to make it happen. The beauty and opportunities are just waiting for you to discover them, waiting for you to take off those blinders and embrace them. And they will be there waiting for you with open arms. And I promise those opportunities and beauty, they have always been there and they will always be there for you. The birds that fly in the sky, the gentle breeze when it like blows your hair gently against your skin, when the dogs are waiting for you when you get home, if you're a dog person like me and they're just waiting for a little cuddle, the books that fill libraries and bookstores with captivating words waiting to be read, all the people around you right now simply doing the best that they can in life, just like you're trying to do your best. This is beauty. This is a definition of beauty. And you have the freedom to think whatever you want to think about yourself, about your life. And that is probably the most beautiful thing. So why don't you just decide to see beauty and opportunities all around you? Why don't you just decide to focus on the best case scenarios? Why don't you decide to think that your success and your happiness is inevitable to believe the best in people and to give them the benefit of a doubt, to love your kids and your family and your parents? no matter what unconditionally did you know that you can just decide to have your own back to take full responsibility for your life rather than playing the part of a victim to think that there's always something new to learn from every experience that you have in your life and to believe that your past is there to serve you rather than hold you back to believe that your life is working for you rather than against you and you can actually decide to like your decisions even if other people don't like them to not feel guilty about the choices you make in life to not care about what other people are thinking of you and to not let fear stand in your way you can just decide to support yourself and be kind to yourself even if your first inclination is to point out all the things that you could be doing better in life you can decide you're doing just fine okay you can decide to trust your decisions to love whoever you want to love you can just decide to have hope and to believe and to hold into that faith and just this decision alone this one beautiful decision is going to open you up to so many more opportunities in this world and so much more beauty which brings me to the next and final step of creating life where you want what you have and have what you want step five is this know that you can still desire to have more in your life. So by this point, I've taught you the secret to having what you want and wanting what you have. And it's this step one, realize that the power to change lies in your hands. Step two is accepting that all the obstacles in your life are potentially just lessons. Step three is the importance of stopping the resistance and instead allowing things to just be. And step four was deciding that beauty and opportunities are everywhere. But there is just one more step. And really it's like the final piece of the puzzle. And when you grasp it, everything is going to fall into place and truly make sense. And it starts by understanding this. Did you know 
that you can be happy and content right now in your life and still desire more at the same time. Now you might be thinking, well, hang on, that sort of sounds a little bit contradictory. I mean, if I'm happy with things as they are, why in the world would I want more for myself? And the answer to this question can be summarized into one little powerful four letter word. And then the word is hope. I can love where I am right now and still dream about beautiful things coming to me in the future. I can genuinely desire to have more, be more, dream more and live more and still be perfectly content with what I have now. Both can coexist in your life and in this world. So let's just say, for example, you could have a particular relationship with your partner right now or with your kids and friends and family and still desire even more love and more beauty and more precious moments in your life. You could be doing work right now, even work you don't particularly enjoy that might still serve a purpose in your life right now and still be dreaming up amazing, even bigger goals for yourself in the future. It's totally fine for you to set your sights on a big bright star and move yourself in that direction, all the while remembering that all you really have is this moment right now. And it's when we do this work of finding out a way to both enjoy the journey and the destination that we will find true bliss. And true bliss comes from managing your mind well in this present moment, remembering that all you truly have is right now this passing second, this passing minute, this is like, this is reality. This is it. This is where our power lies. And we can simply choose to believe that all is well in the world right now. The past is past. The future is yet to come. But right now, well, what is it that you really want to have in this moment? And chances are it's to be happy in this moment. And where does the feeling of happiness come from? comes from the thoughts that you're choosing to think and reach for on a consistent daily basis. And right now you could just decide, I'm so lucky. I'm so blessed to have the gift of life. That thought makes me feel happy. And my friend, this really is a secret to wanting what you have and eventually having exactly what it is that you want. You just decide you want it all. Okay, you want the good bits and the bad bits and all the personal growth that comes from living a life. And even if your life currently looks different from the one that you envisage for yourself, this is a life that you do have. This is what it is. And you can choose to think it's the best thing ever, the best playground for new knowledge and wisdom, or you can choose to think it's the worst thing ever. But tell me right now, what good comes from thinking that your life is totally crap? Does thinking negative, defeatist thoughts make you feel good or bad? Does it make you feel powerful or powerless? I want you to reclaim the messiness and the imperfection of your life and realize that you are the boss of your own mind. You're the boss of your days. You're the boss of how you spend your time. You're the boss when it comes to deciding how you want to show up in life. In those difficult moments, when challenges pop up, when you face difficult people, all those obstacles, you get to decide how you show up. And it is almost impossible for you to create a life that you want to have and to want what you have if you're thinking terrible things about yourself and terrible things about your circumstances. Okay, I've taught you in this workshop the importance of your thoughts and reaching for thoughts that make you feel good. Okay, that's your one job to do today is to search for thoughts that make you feel good because when you feel good, you're going to feel good. You're going to take actions that are in alignment with your goals in life and that's when you will get the results you want. And so my friend, that is it for this workshop. I want to take a moment now to share with you how you can take the next step towards living a life where your mind feels really managed and you can consistently show up with an attitude that supports you and moves you forward rather than holds you back in life. So if you've received some massive shifts or aha moments during our time together and the content that we've chatted about in this workshop has deeply resonated with you, you're going to want to stick around to learn more about the next steps of working with me. So I would love to introduce to you my course, the Managing Your Mind Master Course, a program that helps you ditch the mental clutter and negative chatter and instead embrace a way more calm, more focus and more purpose in your life. Now, if you've enjoyed learning these mindset shifts to help you want what you have and have what you want in life, then there's an excellent chance that you're ready for the next step. So my core promise to you inside the Managing Your Mind Master Course is to provide you with the simplest strategies to manage your mind in a way that gets you the results that you want in life, okay? 
I want you to get the results that you want. And this course is for you if you have a lot of negative brain chatter going on, if you feel stressed or overwhelmed all the time, if you tend to blame other people for your problems or think thoughts maybe like, well, everything would just be fine if that person changed or acted differently. Like, of course, you probably don't admit this out loud, but seriously, like you're certain that that would solve all your problems. Like if people just change and acted differently, your world would be good. In a nutshell, your negative thoughts aren't in alignment with your amazing self that you know that you have the potential to be. And because your negative thoughts aren't in alignment, either are your feelings, actions, and results. So the Managing Your Mind Master Course is going to help you feel more in control of your life, in control of your time, in control of your mind, and help you reframe your negative thoughts. It's going to teach you the simplest way to get the results that you want in your life. And finally, this course is going to help you immediately start to see different and more positive ways of thinking about any situation in your life. Life. I know that's crazy for me to say, but any situation, I can get you to think differently about it. Because remember, in life, you only have power, like true power over your own thoughts and actions. And seriously, nothing else, not outside events, not your family, not your friends, not the weather, not other people's opinion, nothing except your thoughts and actions has the power to determine your future. But news alert, okay, that is all that matters. You don't have to worry about anything else except what you are thinking inside your own brain. And this course covers why you think the way you think, why you feel the way you feel, why you act the way you act, why you have the results that you have and how to choose intentional rather than unintentional thoughts, what to do when you can't control other people, what to do when you're stuck, what to do when you're stressed and overwhelmed and experiencing fear and so much more. There's over three hours of video content inside this course and it contains the most powerful info that I can ever offer you to help you better manage your brain, your mind and the best news is it can be consumed in these tiny little small chunks, okay? The videos are all short so that you never have to feel overwhelmed and it also comes with the most amazing bonuses like the changing your thoughts workbooks, the feelings data bank, the grow and evolve question cards for personal growth, the warrior handbook. Okay. I live by this handbook. I visit it every day and it offers you a hundred thoughts to repeat every single day just to keep your mind really well managed and to help you get the results that you want in your life. And even if you don't really feel ready right now, I still encourage you to take the next step with me because as T. Harv Eker so wisely said, training and managing your own mind is the most important skill that you could ever own in terms of both happiness and success. It is time to ditch the negative chatter and discover a way that your mind can honestly calmly face any situation in life. And you'd almost be saying to yourself, bring it on my friend. I'm ready. I'm willing. And I love myself so much that I'm going to invest in myself and I'm going to live life from here on with more peace, more calm, more focus, more joy, and more everything, everything that I want. I'm going to create it with my own brain. And because you've watched this workshop with me here today, I'm extending to you a special offer that you will find only available on this page for a limited time. And I encourage you to step outside your comfort zone and take this leap with me because honestly, what awaits you on the other side is something so amazing, but you can never discover it unless you're willing to take that step. And if you don't think that I'm delivering on my promise to you, you can always let me know and I will offer you a no questions asked refund. But before you go, it needs to be said that I genuinely want the best for you. I created this course, the Managing Your Mind Master Course, because I was so tired of seeing people standing in their own way, allowing their thoughts to hold them back in life. And today is the day that we say enough is enough. So are you ready to embrace something different in your life from this point forward? I hope that you are. Like I genuinely hope that you are. And if so, please enjoy the special offer that I have for you today. And I can't wait to catch you inside the Managing Your Mind Master Course. Much love from me, Francis Vitakovic. And as always, please know that I love and appreciate you all so much. Take care until next time. 
Thank you so much for listening to the Inspiring Life School podcast. I really appreciate you allowing me to be a part of your life. If you'd love to stay in touch, please know that you can always find me on Instagram at Francis Fidakovic, or you can visit my website, inspiringmumlife.com, where you can sign up and receive so many amazing freebies that I've created just for you to help you implement all my teachings into practice. There you'll also find all my online courses, resources, and programs that I've created to help you uplevel your life in seriously the simplest way possible so that you can ultimately create for yourself a life that feels simpler, lighter, and allows you to show up in a way that you love as your best and most authentic version of yourself. Now, remember, this podcast is all about not just dreaming, but also doing because to create true sustainable change in your life, you need to be willing to do things differently. And that's what I'm here to support you to do every single step along the way so that you too can begin to live your one wild and precious life with less stress, less overwhelm, less drama, and instead with zero regrets. Finally, if this podcast resonates with you at all and you appreciate the content, I would absolutely love for you to show your support by leaving me a review on Apple Podcasts. I'm on a mission to help more people wake up to the preciousness of life and to help them live their days with more intention and purpose, and your review will help make this goal of mine possible. Once again, thank you so much. I have loved spending this time with you, and I look forward to connecting with you again. I am Frances Vitakovic, and you have been listening to the Inspiring Life School podcast.